Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. The who that daily.com. That's right. The who that daily.com. Your one stop shop for everything you all the Saints, you all Pelicans, LSU Tigers, even the top flight boxing. So if you're a who that and you're looking for a place to stay up on your team, who that daily.com is your site. The who that daily.com for the sport who that in all of us. Saints versus Eagle guest preview with Bird Gang 31. We in the building. What's happening, fam? Much love to the great Saint Think Tank. I appreciate y'all for being in the live stream. Much love to the family members. We got a special guest in the building representing the Philly Eagle Nation, baby. Bird Gang 31. Salute, brother. Welcome to the stream, my brother. Hey, thanks for having me, man. Thanks for having me. Sorry about that, you know, with the technical difficulties, but we're good now. I'm glad to be here. What was that? I said, we in the building, Bird Gang. It's all gravy, baby. I'm glad to have you, bro, Uh, representing the Eagle Found, man. And listen, bro, I was looking at some news and notes, bro, from y'all sides of the things, man. And you're getting a bit of good information in terms of Miles Sanders, baby. You'll be Yeah, Big Sanders is coming to play. Booby's about to spin. Dude, that dude is a tough guy to guard against. He gave us problems, man, before. He gives a lot of people problems, man. And uh, Hurst uh, uh, is the top rusher for you guys, but Sanders is right behind him, man. So getting both of those dudes back uh, and, and taking on that uh, that offense with Sanders and Hurst is going to be quite the challenge. And Goddard's back, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all guys getting healthy at the right time, aren't you? Oh, yeah. We're looking for a nice little stretch here. 
That's what we're hoping for over here in Philly. We went through our hell, you know, with all those hard teams in the beginning, all them playoff teams we had to go against, you know. We came out two and four out of that stretch. And, you know, we're looking to bounce back to back into this season where we got a lot of division games and a lot of, you know, less worthy opponents to come up against. You know, you guys are our last test, I think, until the Dallas game. Yeah, this is going to be intriguing, bro. Uh, uh, Eagles sitting at four and six. Of course, the Saints right now at five and four. Losers of two in the row. You guys, of course, coming off a win against Denver, I think it was. on bird game? Yeah. Yeah, uh, we got Denver. That was a good one. We needed that one for sure. Um, it was a great game, man. We finally came together on offense. You know, our coach really just started figuring out that if he runs the ball, the offense is a lot better. You know what I'm saying? It took him a minute, I think, to understand running the What's ball. What's up with these guys, man? NFL. Why are they trying to change, uh, reinvent the wheel, man? Running the ball is what works, man. You work the pass off the back of the run, bro. Been saying yeah. that for years. Yeah, and it was really affecting our team. You know, we had linemen getting hurt. You know what I'm saying? We had defense tired, looking bet worse than they're supposed to, you know what I'm saying, for being out in the field. You know, and Jalen Hurst's progress really stunned the first six weeks of the season, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Having them have to thank every single play, RPO, 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 you know. Should I run it? Should I pass it? You know what I'm saying? Instead of keeping it simple for the guy, let him r- hand off the ball on the run plays, let him pass the ball on the pass plays, you know. He's going to do his thing regardless, you know, with our line being a little banged up. He's going to do his running by himself. He don't need an RPO play to really make that happen. That just kind of let him freestyle the game in that aspect. But I think the coach was just putting a little bit too much on him. You know, and plus we weren't running a ball even when we were doing the RPO. So all those play action fakes and whatnot, it wasn't sucking up no defense. It wasn't the linebackers weren't getting sucked up. They weren't even moving. You know, you watch the highlights of these games and then you know you hear our players tell you that the defense knew what they were about to do. You hear the announcers on the games talk about they knew what the Eagles were about to do. So, you know, it's pretty cut vanilla. We basically ran like five plays those first, you know, five to six games. And everybody was over here, you know, we were getting mad about it. We're like, hey, this guy got to go. You know what I'm saying? He got to go. Um, but, you know, over time, I think he realized it. You know what I'm saying? It was that Raiders game, you know, where Miles got hurt. And actually, where he started to run the ball again, he started to see the effects of running the ball. And it wasn't that the plays were really that bad. It's just the point that you know offense in the NFL run you know, RPO as their main thing, you know what I'm saying? That's something you sprinkle in the offense, you right. know, to get things, the rhythm going on. But it's, it just wasn't realistic for him to think that, it, you know, that was going to be the mainstay of the offense. But, you know, he's learned over the last, what, three, four games now. You know, he's been running the ball pretty good with a number one rush team over the last couple of games, of weeks here um, coming into this game. So, you know, we see what happens, man. Um, our defense is a side that really needs to step it up now. You know, our coach over there, you know, he likes that soft zone, you know, shell defense. And, you know, we're in Philly. We like aggressive style defenses, you know what I'm saying? We don't mm-hmm. like the soft zone defenses. We don't have players like that. He had guys like Fletcher Cox and, you know, Barnett dropping back. Yep. Like, these guys are too big to be dropped. Who are they going to cover? You know what I'm saying? Who are they going to really cover? Like, he, they can't cover nobody. So, the point mm-hmm. of you dropping them back is pointless, you know what I'm right. saying? So, uh, we gave a lot of big plays, I mean, a lot of big yards to the quarterbacks and, like, high quarterback percentages to these quarterbacks, you know, like the Cars, the Brady's, you know, Mahomes, uh, Herbert, all these guys were, like, 80 to 90% passing on our defense, and that's just trash. You know, like, we don't need none of that no more. So, hopefully, you know, the last couple of games he's been doing a little bit better. Hopefully he can get on the right track this week. Yeah, bro. I mean, I I was looking at some footage of uh, you guys playing and Jalen Hurst, man. We scouted him a couple of what was it uh, last year, mm-hmm. and man, we a lot of people had that brother going talking about he was a 
third and fourth round quarterback. I said, hell no, that man in the third. I mean, this is a four-year starting quarterback in the in college. He had the situation with Tua. And then mm-hmm. on the back end, he handled like a G. Uh, yeah. he, he rolled the bench, came back in on the back end, and won the championship when Tua went down. Didn't mm-hmm. complain, transferred the next year. Got nothing but leadership. And you know, he came past and then goes to uh, Oklahoma and tears it up, throwing mm-hmm. the ball and running the ball. So, yeah, Jalen Hurst is a guy that a lot of people have been getting wrong for a very long time. I don't know what, what they what they got their bones about of Jalen Hurst, but he could play football. When the Saints, uh, we, we got a – last year when we played Jalen Hurst, he gave us some problems mm-hmm. in, in the game. So, yeah, we, we got to definitely handle that a lot better. Let's get into some of the injury report that Bird game. First of all, fam, we love, much love to Brother Bird Gang, 31's in the building representing the Eagle Nation, man. Uh, much love to this brother. For, uh, he's our guest preview for the show. We're going to be going over the upcoming matchup with him. So show the brother some love here in the building. All right, here we go, Bird Gang. I'm going to jump into the injury report, my brother, and get over some of these injuries, man, if I can stomach it, man. In this one, we got a lot of people out. Ty Montgomery, Taysom Hill is questionable, even though there were reports saying that he won't play in this game. Teron Armstead, our starting, starting left tackle. Ryan Ramchek, our starting right tackle. Both tackles are out of this game on some of our key reserves, like Malcolm Roach and, and Passanio, uh, who you, I think, well, I mean, yeah, Passanio, he's out. And uh, also Elvin Kamara it would be a, a, a kind of person y'all defense don't have to worry about, Bird Gang, and this one, man. He's listed as out. And, of course, coming down to you, like you mentioned, you got Fletcher Cox and, 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 and Godert's back. And, of course, you see the rest of these guys, like Bradley, Taylor, or Hargrave. Uh, Lane Johnson is there, Kels, and the rest of these guys, man. Howard and all of them, man. Y'all are, y'all looking good here. Devonta Smith is is good as well. So, I mean, Barnett is DMP. Look like he's questionable. And uh, Anderson is listed as out. But um, I know you guys, but if you look at some of those injuries, bro, a lot of that stuff, man, It that injury report favors us in an unfavorable light in terms of us missing starters. A lot of you guys are coming back. Yeah. Um, like I said, we are coming back. You know, this is the right time of year for our team, you know, to be getting healthy again. You know, we even have, uh, I think, Brooks out there practicing again, finally. And I don't know if that's what it says on there. Um, but Brooks should be practicing again. Like you said, we got um, Miles Sanders back, which is a big plus for us. Even yeah, though the running backs we've had been doing a great job, you know, Miles is a different level type running back. So I'm very excited to see him out there. Goddard, you know, he came back from that concussion protocol just in the nick of time, got him a nice fat contract. So hopefully he can start earning that money this Sunday. But um, yeah, man, we're getting healthy at the right time. Hopefully that, you know, lasts the rest of the season because, you know, we've been banged up since early, since week, what, two? You know what I'm saying? We start dropping starters at week two. So, you know, the fact that we're actually starting to get these guys back is really exciting to see. Yeah, bro, I'm looking. Let me get into some of the st- st- statistics here because you were making mention of some of these things, let me kind of superimpose this a little bit better to get a better view there. Vantage point of some of these statistics here. Uh, in a uh, uh, the stats right here, if you look at the points per games here between our two squads, you see the Saints averaging offensively almost 25 points a contest. You guys are almost 26, allowing the Saints only allow just uh, under 20 points a game, 19.8 to be precise, 23.1 uh, through 10 games right now for the Eagles. Not a home win, I'm surprised by that. Eagles hadn't won a home game all damn season long. I'm surprised by that one. 331, uh, 333.6 on the offense. Uh, total, you got 361 and a half. We are at 214.7 and averaging almost 119 yards rushing per contest. You guys are doing it big. 217 flat with 144 and a half 
and yeah. uh, running the ball. So let, let's stop right there and go into the offensive breakdown, Barry game. Let, let, talk talk to us about that offense, bro. I mean, obviously the strength of that is, is the running attack. Yeah, I kind of mentioned it earlier, you know what I'm saying? Um, our offense is built to run. You know, we got big linemen up front. You know what I'm saying? That's what they like to do. They like to move man. You know what I'm saying? We got some road graders up there. So I think it was a disjustice those early games, you know, having these guys pass the ball so much, you know, backpelling all the time. I think that's one of the reasons why we lost Brooks, one of the reasons why we lost Sad Mala. You know, these big giant of men can't be backpelling all the time. Um, but like you see, now that we're running the ball, you find a real identity with our offense, and that is running that rock. Um, Jordan Howard's been good. You know, we pulled him up from the practice squad when Miles Sanders went down, and he's been doing nothing but great things for us since he's been back there. Uh, Boston Scott's also been doing his thing. These guys are just running hard. You know, as you see, like, we're rushing the ball, you know, at a, almost 150 yards per game right now, you know, easily the way we're running that rock. So um, Jalen Hurst is also another major part of that. You know, Jalen's going to get his scrambles. He's going to get his, you know, five yards here, 10 yards there. But if he sees something open, he'll take that 20-yard, you know, gash up the middle or off to the side run. You know, that's just that's just all part of his um, dual threatness, you know. Um, Jalen being a dual threat, you only need to see him pass the ball probably like 20, 25 times a game. You know, he's not that quarterback that you need to have back there throwing the ball 30, 40, 50 times a game because it's just going to make him – um, not as accurate, you know, it's just not a good formula for Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is a dual threat, and you got to treat him like that at all times. And I think, like I said, the quarterback, I mean, our head coach is starting to really understand that, and it's opening up the offense for him, you know what I'm saying? Receivers are now getting open off the play action. You know, Devontae Smith is starting to light it up, you know. Yeah, I was about to say, he getting him and Hurts is gathering a, a little rhythm there, man. Mm-hmm. Over the last couple of games, he's starting to see now, you starting to see consistent. Like, I think he's up to, like, 200-yard games. But there was a stretch there where he only had, like, you know, 15 yards in one game, 45 yards in another game. And that was during that stretch where we were just passing. And he even got to a point where it was like, hey, we need to run the ball. Dallas Goddard came out. We need to run the ball. Uh, our big left tackle that we just signed, Mylotta, came out and said we need to run the ball. So, you know, it took a while. But, like I said, Nick Seriani finally figured it out. Um, and it's been nothing but great for our offense. You know, I could see us every week, you know, you see Jalen Hurts progression. You see the running game progressing. The receivers are looking better out there every single week. So as long as we continue that, man, I don't really, you know, there shouldn't be too many teams out there that can stop us in terms of the offensive side of the ball. Yeah, he's he's a dangerous dual threat dude, man. We're very familiar with him. Uh, he also can, like you said, man, he he's splendid, man. And the other thing, the intangibles, Dude, super intelligent, and he's a mega leader, man. I mean, mm-hmm. it's the dude, dude, is he has the the it factor, man. That's why I was pushing for the Saints to look at him. Of course, we bypassed and told it. Let's look at the defense. Let's go into the defense statistics here, bro. Three sixty four point three is what you guys giving up defensively. Ours Ooh. is not that much better at three fifty three point three two eighty point four. We allowing through the secondary. You guys are two forty seven flat. We stopping people at seventy three yards. Rushing per game, the Saints, one of the, the, the top stuffers in the league, rushed off us. And, of course, you guys averaging 117.3. Okay, we, we light it up about the offense, bro. But talk to me about the defenses uh, right here between what's going on with Philly's defense. That's a lot of yards, Bird Game 31. That's a lot, bro. Now, you know about it. You know, a lot of them yards started early, though. I will say that, you know, being on the field all that time, like it goes hand-in-hand hand with that. You know, overpassing the ball. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We overpass the ball. You get all these three and outs. Your defense out in the field. A lot of those games we could even won earlier. You know what I'm saying? But the defense stuck out. You know, they have like 
be down by a touchdown or like three points by halftime. But when you're out on the field, no defense can stay out on the field, you know, all four quarters while you're often sitting on the sideline. You know, that's just not realistic for those guys. And they struggled a lot. You know, right. when we do a lot of the shell defense, it's chunks, man. That's what mm-hmm. we don't like about it. We want a more aggressive defense over here because when you get this shell defense, it's just chunks after chunks after chunks. You know what I'm saying? If you watch the Tampa Bay game, Tampa went one-on-one. There are linebackers, which are is our weak spot in our defense right now. Our secondary is actually really good. You know what I'm saying? Slay's having a uh, Pro Bowl tap year. You know, mm-hmm. Steven Nelson hasn't been getting – you know, toasted at all. He's been doing a decent job over there on that second cornerback spot. You know, we just seen Avante Maddox get a new contract yeah, today. That. He's been yeah. playing some Pro Bowl caliber corner, nickel corner um, for our team. So our safeties, Rodney, Mah- uh, Rodney McLeod was out for the, a couple of games there, but he's been back, been being that leader in the back end. You know, we miss Jenks. Uh, Michael J- uh, Malcolm Jenkins over there, but uh, uh, Rodney McLeod's definitely doing his thing over there. And then you got um, Al Harris. I mean, not Al Harris, uh, uh, Anthony Harris. That we got from Minnesota, you know, he was out for a couple of games, but he's starting to get back into the, the flow of things. So our D-line and our secondary is really good. But what teams I see, they're picking on our linebackers, you know what I'm saying? Like, we got some young guys out there, but we don't have that big thumper linebacker, you know, that 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 the man of the defense, you know what I'm saying, the leader of the defense that's going to go out there and make sure they can stop that run. And that's what's really been killing us. You see those rushing numbers, you know what I'm saying, teams yeah, have been able to run big. on us, you yeah. know, like crazy. We've been getting a little bit better in that area, but it's still like an area of concern. Last uh, couple of weeks we've been doing better, but you even see there's certain parts of the game where the running backs kind of go off for a little bit. You know, all you need is a little bit, you know, to make people um, make uh, people go deep and attack, you know, that um, – that, uh, why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com slash play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com slash play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. What do you talk that area of the field, you know, where your linebackers are getting sucked in, right, you so know, that leads to the middle of that field wide open. So they've been yeah. taking advantage of that pretty well there. But um, our secondary is still looking good. Um, the linebackers, we got Davion Taylor and um, um, Edwards. Edwards, they've been playing. There's some um, young guys that have been playing pretty good for us the last couple of games. Now we got them into the starting roles. So I look for them to continue to grow. Like I said, we can play more man because we, we got some good cornerbacks to play the man defense. And if we get more man, I think we'll be all right um, going down the stretch. Um, we've all noticed our 
head, our defense coordinator, whenever we played any quarterbacks of notice, you know what I'm saying, the Herbers, the Cars, the Mahomes, you know, the uh, the Bradys, you know what I'm saying, he likes to sit in that two zone, you know, a little too mm-hmm. much, you know what I'm saying, like right. he need to be more aggressive. But whenever we're playing lesser-known quarterbacks, he'll bring that heat on them, you know. So um, the rest of the schedule, we don't really have too many of those elite quarterbacks come coming down the stretch. So hopefully we we'll see a lot more aggressive defense play towards the end of the season. Uh, well said, bro. I mean, yeah, this is uh... – it's all a learning process, isn't mm-hmm. it? Staying healthy and then figuring out what you what you guys do best versus what they don't. And I mm-hmm. think uh us, we we tend to appreciate Demario Davis as mm-hmm. being him as a guy in there, bro. He's that he's exactly what you referencing that the Eagles would need. It's a yes. Demario Davis in there to, to tell those guys what they need to be. And uh, like I said, so I re- I appreciate that because there were years, man, when we were playing musical chairs at the quarter at the linebacker position, bro. Demario Davis came out here, man, and we have not had an issue. We've been very blessed to have Demario Davis and even Quine Alexander when he had, yeah. of course, a couple of these young guys are playing pretty well for us, but yeah. let's get into the, the, the go ahead, Brigham. You want I was to gonna say, yeah, our, our team just don't value the position. You know what I'm saying? Like we, we have never, you know, I have to think probably back. Yeah. Go back to like Hicks, you know what I'm saying? Hicks in Arizona right now, when we drafted him, you know, that was what second round or something like that. That was the last time. I mean, he's a smaller you know, attack. Right. He's a good linebacker, but he's a smaller dude. You know, we don't ever go out and grab that, you know, that big 250-pound linebacker, you know, that can move around. There's a lot of right. them out there, um, but we just never value the position. We're always going third, fourth, you know, fifth round, try to scoop up a linebacker. I hope that, you know, he can become something great. Now, we'll say Davion Taylor now. You know, he didn't play that much college ball, as you know, from Colorado. Um, it took him a while to get the rhythm of the game. But, man, he's been playing some great football over the last couple of games, man. Davion Taylor's been out there flying around hitting people. So I'm excited to see how much more he can get developed. But like I said, until we get that stud linebacker, see, our defensive coach is used to that Minnesota defense, right? right. You know, where he had Harris, you know, he had Kendris, he had Barr. You know what I'm saying? Those guys are freaking studs, you know? Those guys, you can run that two – uh, shell zone defense all day with those type of linebackers. They're going to get to where they need to be. They're very instinctive. So they're going to, you know, attack the run when they see the run. They're going to be able to drop back when they have the pass plays. But we just don't got those guys yet. And until we get that, either one guy, because Dave Brown's been playing pretty good. I want to see him developing, you know, maybe next year be that, you know, stud linebacker we need. But we, we got a lot of outside linebackers, what I say. What I see, um, we need a big, strong, physical middle linebacker. Run that four three, and the linebackers we have, you can put them on the outside, let them do their pass thing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But have that guy in the middle to run that defense. You know, and stop that run game. And I think that's how, that's really going to help our defense get a lot better. Um, hopefully, we can get one in the draft, man. That's I'm what I'm about to say. That's what I'm about to say, Bird Game. That's coming, bro. That's coming. You know, that's coming. You're gonna you're gonna find a guy like that out there. Either bring him in the free agency. So they, mm-hmm. Sooner or later, they're gonna get the word because Philly's an ascending team. No doubt but we've been that way, even the Super Bowl yeah. year, man. Know. You know, it, we we haven't had the guy. You know, I can think back, like I said, Hicks, or maybe if you want to even go back to real physical linebacker, uh, you got to go back to Trotter. That's Trotter right. days, boy. Jeremiah wow, that's, that was a while back. Yeah, yeah. Jeremiah Trotter, like yeah. Nigel Bradham when he came over, he played some good ball. You know, D'Amico Ryan's when he came over, he played some good yeah, ball. But he was like the back yeah. end of his career; he was getting hurt yeah. a lot. You know, yeah. what I'm saying we get him on the back end to come in sometime. But no, we need a young guy. 
that's going to go around flying the ball, hitting people. Like, I was even trying to figure out what's really wrong with Jalen Smith, to be honest. You know, he got released from the Cowboys, then he got released from the Packers. And, like, why is he getting released? Is it that leg injury? Is that really the problem? Or they say attitude. And if it's attitude, I don't even care. Because if you add a guy like Jalen Smith to this defense, you know what I'm saying, when he is healthy, he's a baller out there. You know what I'm saying? Like, he would be that guy we're missing. So, uh, he's sitting in the pine. So, I imagine if the Eagles wanted him, they would not went out and got him already. Especially since we're gonna be playing Dallas, that'd be a good game to have him back. Yeah, that's right. To pick that brain, see what got what they got mm-hmm. going on over there in, in Cowboy Country. No. Uh, yeah, bro. Let's get into some b- prediction on this one, bro. We got Bird Gang Thirty One joining the platform, fam. We're talking Saints Eagles, baby, coming up Sunday. Big matchup between the Black and Gold, sitting at five and four, trying to get off this two game losing streak. Bird Gang and this squad coming in here at home, at, at, at home up in the link. They saying, man, listen, y'all can't do this. We we just got this win over the Broncos. We really feeling good. We got to get this one to keep pace with the the Cowboys up in this thing. So it's this is a big game for get. both of us, man. Yeah, like yeah. you guys trying to get your get off that two game losing streak. We're trying to win one at home finally. You know what I'm saying? In the whole tiebreaker thing, in terms of that my last wild card spot. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You guys are ahead yeah. of us. We beat you guys. Now we can move up. The, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like this is a very big, big game, game in terms of implications for the playoffs. And right. the rest of our season. So we're both, you know, we both got something to fight for, and hopefully that'll make a good game. Let me ask you this, Bergen, because this is sticking out, bro. Undefe- having won, in, won a game at home, bro. What's going on with that? 0 4, bro, in 10. You know, what's going on with the winless home thing? What's going on, bro? We um, struggled at home. Bro, we lost to the Giants. We were beating the Giants by double digits. In I know. Why don't you guys and beat the Giants? Too. I, I, we, I, bro, we was try- I, I was saying, let's do it. That was, and then the defense just imploded in its own footprint. Mm-hmm. Then, of course, the Falcons game. We came from uh, what scored twenty two in the fourth quarter. No, who does that? Mm-hmm. And then take the lead by two, and then give it up on the final play with forty one seconds left to those people. So, you know, we understand losing home, bro. But explain to me, bro, how, how Philly, the way I'm seeing Philly, how they, how how is only four possible at home? <laughs> Really, I think it's just really, if you really look at it, it's two things, you know, like these rookie coaches, it took them a while to get their footing down. You know what I'm saying? That's one thing for sure. There's a lot of self-inflicted wounds. You know what I'm saying? A lot of those games we could have won, but, you know, penalty here or, you know what I'm saying, it's turnover there, you know, that really cost us from winning those games and the teams we played. You know, we play a lot of good teams at home so far this year. So it's not like we're playing, you know, the Giants or, you know, the Jets or something like that, you know what I'm saying, at home early. Like, we're playing teams by Tampa Bay, or I don't remember exactly which ones were at home, you know, off the top of my head, but they're all, you know, playoff-type teams. So it's like Mm -hmm. you can look at it like, yeah, you lost all your home games, but then when you look at the competition we play at home, it's like, okay, you can kind of see, like, the last one against the Chargers, Herbert's a beast out there. That's another game we should have won, you know what I'm saying? So, like, there's a lot of those games. Like, really, I look at our schedule. And really, we only only true loss that was like, okay, the other team was better than us, outcoached us, everything. You know what I'm saying? That was that Cowboy game. When we went to Jerry's World, you know, they destroyed us. You know, that's the only one. All the rest of the game, you can look at points of that game where you're like, whoa, this doesn't happen. You know what I'm saying? We don't get this penalty. They don't get this first down because of some penalty or, like, bad defensive play calling or something like that. You know what I'm saying? We can win these games. You know what I'm saying? We were going neck to neck with all these guys. So that's a plus. But like you said, yeah, we got to get a W at home. There's no real excuse for it. You know, good team, bad team, whatever. You know what I'm saying? There's just got to come a point in time where you just strap it up and go win one. You know what I'm saying? So hopefully we can do something about that this weekend. 
Well, bro, let, let's get into that, bro, because that's that's uh, that's something very interesting to me. Uh, the attitude that Philly plays with. I, I mean, like I said, Jalen Hurst was a guy that I wanted the Saints to pick up. Uh, you know, when he was out there, and, and we didn't even look his way. I think mm-hmm. we Scott. I think we did have a conversation with him or something like that, but we didn't even. Well, he went well, second round. Yeah. A lot of people wanted to see him go third and fourth. I was like, he's not going to fall that far. I mean, come on. And of course, look what happened. So let's get into that, bro. Talk to me. What do you? What, how, how do you feel? How do you think the the Philadelphia Eagles win the game against the Saints? What, what, how, how do you think it goes down? Really, you know, we're gonna have to do something that you know you guys are good at stopping, and that's run the ball. You know, mm-hmm. that's where it starts. That's where it finishes with our team. You know what I'm saying? We can get a good running game starter. We can get Miles Sanders off hot early. You know, you look at the game last year, you know, where Miles went over 100. Jalen went over 100. And I think you guys were the number one defense at the time when we played you guys. Mm-hmm. So we can get something like that started, you know, and get some turnovers on defense, really. But it starts off with that running. You know, we're going to have to run often and early in the first half, you know, and make that, a you know, a mainstay of the game you know don't cut don't cut from that no matter what unless we know obviously we get behind with that offense but i think what you guys missing guys like thomas guys like a camara you know those type of guys the two tackles um that should make our defense be able to play a better game to keep us you know from being behind very um very often you know what i'm saying like, i don't really think that offense is really gonna you know be able to do too much on our defense so it's going to be up to our offensive side of the ball to run the brock Run it often, you know, let Jalen, Devontae been doing what they've been doing all year long, connecting on nice plays and get, you know, guys like Dallas Goddard the ball uh, and exploit that middle of that field, you know. You guys got a lot of older cats in that middle of the field, like, you know, um, Jinx. Uh, Jenkins is pretty good, but at the same time, you know, when we played with Jinx, he was always lining up on the second best receiver or first best receiver out there, you know, stopping him in the cornerback spot. I heard that you guys use him more in the deep safety roles, so – you know, let Goddard, you know, do his thing against Michael Jen- uh, Malcolm Jenkins out there in that center of that field. And, uh, yeah, just keep him back off off center. You know what I'm saying? We got to do what you guys are good at stopping, and that's just run the ball. I think we can get that established early. You know, the sky's the limit with this game. Last year, the Eagles put up 246 yards of rushing on the Saints last year mm-hmm. in the matchup, the Eagles matchup. And, of course, it went down to the wire, I think it was, 24-21, and we were driving on the last uh, drive it was, and uh, Taysom Hill had a – I think he fumbled the ball. The Eagles recovered it and sealed the game. Mm-hmm. But the Saints were marching to at least kick a field goal to tie or try to get a touchdown or whatnot. It was – I think his only – Taysom Hill's only loss as a starter. Uh, when Drew Brees went down in those four contests, he beat uh, Atlanta twice, really didn't beat Denver. Denver didn't even have a quarterback. We ran for over 200 yards on them. But Philly said, listen, what you did, you do to others, we'll do unto you. And mm-hmm. they put 240 something yards upon the Saints. Hurst had, what was it, 167 in the score. Taysom yeah. wasn't bad. He had almost 300 yards passing, two touchdowns uh, in the game, and an interception that just wasn't enough at the end of the day. When mm-hmm. you when you allow people to put 200, up, 200 yards up on you, I mean, you're asking for trouble. And it's still it was 24 21. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I see what you're saying there, Bird Game. I mean, listen, bro. I'm not going to sit up here, bro. You know I am, bro. I'm a real deal, Holy Field, just like you. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? You're a straight shooter just like you. All I can say, bro, is that our squad, man, is dealing with a lot right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm not really a guy that really use injuries as an issue. You're missing your tackles. You're missing all these other guys. I said, next next man up. We know what we got ourselves into. You know, if you got guys, it's a football team. We ain't out here 
playing with marbles. It's a football team. It's going to be physical. You're going to lose guys for injuries. So you got to make sure you bring the guys that's the depth. And this will test test our depth because we can't afford to lose any more contests to anybody. We have mm-hmm. to be able to go into Philly. And Philly's going to be motivated to win in that in, in the link with all this in here and Jalen Hurst and all this going on in the defense and the guys looking good and the energy. I think you guys are favored in this game too, aren't you? By like one point or something like that. Still and all though, bro. Right? I mean, people seeing Philly, they seeing what you seeing that mm-hmm. Philly's doing like this. They're inclining, and they're getting up off that yeah. runway. So I mean, but that's 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 the thing that I noticed that we're gonna have to go for whatever reason. Our record, what is our record? Uh, on the let me see here, our record on the road against you guys here. Let me take a peek at it. I'm gonna make sure. Okay, we five and four here. Mm-hmm. Uh, overall, but our road record is three and two. Mm-hmm. Three and two on the road. It just appears that we play better on the road for whatever reason. Barring it, <laughs> right, that is that bowls well. I mean, we're going to have to run the ball. We don't have Elvin McCamara. We do have Mark Ingram. Mm-hmm. We did activate Tony Jones Jr. I don't know if you're familiar with him, the young running back um, mm-hmm. from out of Notre Dame. He's actually a pretty good player as well. And we do have other people, a lot of young people. You know, Kenny Stills is mixed up in that thing. But we have a lot of young guys that are, you know, having their struggles, so to speak. So, I mean, this is going to test our depth offensively speaking. Defensively speaking, the Saints are they're the number one in stopping the run. Yeah. You guys going to have to run the ball. And not only that, but Jalen Hurst is a big part of that thing, bro. 500-plus nice. rushing yards, bro. Come on. So yeah. if we're going to have to do something, we're going to have to stop Jalen Hurst from taking off, creating plays with his legs, extending plays, buying time for wide receivers to get open. All that has to stop. We cannot allow that to happen. Big, big test. Saints, two games in a row, they pissed off, bro. I don't. I, I can't say uh, this is going to be a game we went by uh, a touchdown or something like his bird game, my brother. I, I just think that it's going to be a close game, maybe three points around in that thing, man. That's what I'm looking at. But this is it's it's an error. I ain't gonna say desperation or people punching the button. At least I'm not. Mm-hmm. But this is gonna be one of them games, bro, where it's gonna be a very close game. And we got to, I, I gotta give it to him by at least three. But we're gonna see how it go, man. This is gonna test the depth, bro. So yeah, and depth or not, man. You guys got one of the best coaches ever, Sean Payton. You know what I'm saying? Right. He knows how to coach a football game. You yes, know, sir. that's really my biggest worry. Is he out coaches our coaches? You know what I'm saying? Like Sean Payton's a great coach. He knows how to scheme things up and you know make people look stupid out there. Especially if you've got you know a rookie defensive coordinator out there, you know playing this soft zone defense. You know I, he's gonna tear it up. You know what I'm saying he's gonna light it up. Um, especially you know I know you guys got Winston out, so you guys got Trevor Simeon. Is that who it is? Simeon, playing quarterback, you know what I'm saying? He's not no slouch either, you know what I'm saying? He's not a world beater or nothing like that. But if you got guys like He ain't making Sean, mistakes, bro. Yeah, he ain't making very many mistakes out there. Right. You know, and then with Sean Payton dialing them up, man, you can watch out, you know what I'm saying? We've let some quarterbacks do some big things against us. So that's all I'm saying. So that's merely my worry because I think a couple of those games we lost this year too, it wasn't even a skill level of the players on the field. It was just that our coaches got out coached. Now, they're still in their first year, just like, you know, you can say Jalen Hurts early was in his first, you know, right. 10 games. You can go our coach over in that first two games. Our offense is really young. You know what I'm saying? Like, the only older cats on our offense are our offensive linemen. You know, Lane Johnson, Kels. Other than that, those are yeah. young. The other three are young. You know, Sam yeah. Mahler's young. You know, Landon Dickerson's young. You know what I'm saying? And then who's the other one? Uh, um, um, Herbert, Nate Herbert, or 
uh, Jack Driscoll. They're both young, you know, second-year players. You know, our running backs are all young. You got Gainwell, Miles Sanders still in his rookie contract, you know. Um, you got Jalen Hurts, you know, still 14 games in. You know, Devontae Smith, rookie. Quest Walkers and Rager both drafted last year. Out of Southern so. Miss. Yeah, I like that yeah. kid. Yeah. yeah, so both of those guys, all those guys are young. So I was all we always suspected those guys to struggle early anyway, just because they're getting acclimated with each other and acclimated to the whole NFL game. But uh, our defense is really going to have to show up this week. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I'm one thing. I, Kamara's gone, but since Ingram been back the last couple of games, he's been back two games, right? Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com slash play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com slash play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Sometimes during Christmas, something magical happens. Hey, Cricket customers. The Max with Ads plan is included with the Cricket $60 Unlimited plan at no additional cost. And this holiday season, Max is the one to watch when you're feeling festive. Son of a nutcracker. Cozy up to all the holiday classics like Elf, 8-Bit Christmas, and the Harry Potter 8 film collection. Just log in with your Cricket username and password to experience Max on all your favorite devices. Phone plan streams and standard definition programming subject to change. Fees, terms, and restrictions apply. See CricketWireless.com for details. Uh, what well, he been back for a handful of games. It's been more than uh two, I won't say. At least two, though. Yeah, at least two. I know I've watched some of the highlights from the last two, and he's running the ball pretty good right now. He's back. Yeah. He's rejuvenated. He looks yeah. like the old Egram of old, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So even though Kamara's not out, I've always seen Kamara being more your passing back. You know what I'm saying? Like, he yeah, runs the ball, like that. Yeah. but he's like that um, passing back. Kind of like a Kenny Gainwell, young Kenny Gainwell, trying to like modes of the same of a Camara type mm-hmm. back, I see. But um, um, you guys always had like, uh, what was that dude's name? Um, he went to the Ravens. Murray. You know what I'm saying? I know a lot yeah, of you guys L- don't L- like Tavis. Murray that much. But yeah. I thought Murray was a beast for you guys. You know, there have been yeah, games I remember watching. He would rush more yards than Camara. You know what I'm saying? Camara mm-hmm. might have more total yards, but he'll have more rushing yards. You know, he was mm-hmm. – uh, your downhill runner that you guys had, and then I think that's the same thing with Ingram. Ingram's a downhill runner. You know, I'm saying you're gonna give him the ball, you're gonna do his thing. He's a little bowling ball out there. He got some speed, so you don't have to really watch out for Ingram doing his thing against our defense. Because this is the defense, like I said. If anything, if you guys are gonna win the game, it's gonna be probably from running that rock. You know, what I'm saying like you guys getting a start. I know you guys are missing your tackles, but you know that's a, that's how you help those two tackles being out. It's like you run the ball because whoever's in there probably going to be some young cats. And, you know, maybe their pass blocking game isn't that great. But everybody can run. All those big guys can run block. That's what they love to do. That's what gets them in the rhythm of the game. That helps your quarterback get in the rhythm of the game. Yep. It's about running the ball. So if you guys get hot early, running that rock against us, we start giving up some big plays. And, you know, it's going to be a it's gonna be a tough it's gonna be, game. It's going to be a test, bro. Ain't no doubt about it. You're absolutely mm-hmm. right. Running the ball, that's – 
that's what it is. I mean, our offense is is very much very young, like mm-hmm. like Philly's offense. Like you're saying, it's a lot of parallels here because you look at what uh, I mean. We do have Kenny Steele's in the wide receiver room, and do we have Mark who came back to kind of help out with that transition and Elvin there uh, when he was when he was healthy. But a lot of our players that we're counting on to help carry the team forward are young players. Adam mm-hmm. Troutman, second year tight end. Uh, we got various undrafted wide receivers that are very good that are, are still learning the, uh, as they go and they attribute the best way they can. We have Deontay Harris, who I think Deontay uh, been in the league for a while, but still making his way as a wide receiver. He's really come into his own. He's, this, he's there too. Yeah, he. It, it was an article a guy was uh, wrote about how fast he got up in one of the games. They were able to track how fast he was running over 20 miles per hour mm-hmm. in one of the games. I was like, what the hell? But at the same time, like I said, bro, we are we in the same boat in terms of the the youthfulness. But really, what's intriguing, and I agree with you wholeheartedly on your on on your summary. I, I, you're right. It, running the ball, whoever establishes the the run will win this game. Whoever controls the line of scrimmage will win this game. And of course, mm-hmm. essentially speaking, when you're on the road against a team like Philly, and you're in the home building, you got to bring the running game and the defense with you to kind of help out. And I think. Uh, this is a big part of the success. Whoever does that uh, will have the success. Whoever dominates the scrimmage line will have the success. Let me ask you this, Bird Gain. Uh, uh, bro, you very knowledgeable on the on your Eagle squad, bro. Talk and let the let the family members here who might not know about Philly as intricately as you and your family. Let us know about some players that the, who that nation need to be concerned about in this in this matchup. Well, it starts out with the captain, Jalen Hurts. You know what I'm saying? Jalen's been progressing every single game, man. He's getting better every game there is. You know, now that we're actually running the ball, he's looking a lot better. There was a stat that was like whenever Philly runs the ball one or less times in the drive, his passing numbers are horrible. You know what I'm saying? They go down. But whenever you run the ball three or more times during the same drive, Jalen starts to throw the ball a lot better. You know, he has a lot less pressure. There's a lot bigger windows open. And he's starting to make um really – a lot of connections with Devontae uh, Smith out there, man. Like, those guys are looking like they're back in Alabama again. You know what I'm saying? Like, they know where each other are. They have a great feel for each other. And I think, you know, that's just going to keep growing as long as the season goes on. So I really will watch out for, you know, Jalen Hurts, his legs and his arms, you know. Like, uh, everybody can't forget. Like, he's averaging he's, – he's on his way for over 1,000 yards rushing for a quarterback. You know what I'm saying? He's averaging, what, 70 yards or something like that a game, um, rushing yep. the ball. And then he's also throwing the ball, what, I think probably like close to like 200. And that's probably what you're going to get out of him this first year. You know, you probably get a couple of games where he throws a little less, and then probably be a couple of games where he probably throw a little bit more. But that's where you're looking at Jalen Hurst is one of those guys 20 to 25 times a game. If he's in that range, you guys keep him in that range where he only has to throw the ball. He doesn't have to come from behind and just keep ripping and ripping and ripping it. Um, then you guys will be in some trouble. You know what I'm saying? If we can, like you said, we establish that run and you let Jalen play his style ball. Man, that's going to be a long day for you guys, you know. So I would recommend stopping him. And then the unknown is Miles Sanders, you know. Um, like I said, we haven't really started running the ball until Miles got hurt. And everybody's getting all excited for what we've done, you know, being the lead leaders in rushing with um, uh, Boston Scott and Jordan Howard, which done a great job. But Miles Sanders on a whole nother level. He's another level type of back, you know what I'm saying. He can do it all. He can catch. He can run. He's very explosive. And I'm not sure what kind of workload since he just got back he's going to get. But, you know, if he does, if he gets anywhere between 10 to 20 carries a game, that's definitely another guy he's definitely going to have to watch out for. Miles um, Sanders is a beast. Like last year, I think he had three um, 80-yard rushes for touchdowns. That was the first time in the NFL 
year that any running back's ever done that. So, like, he can take it on any play, you know, to the house, and he's he's got that game-breaking ability. So, I'll watch out for our running game. Jalen Hurts, Devontae Smith, and then another guy you guys probably is that Quez Watkins, man. Quez Watkins, is, to me, is our best receiver at this moment. You see a lot about Devontae Smith, but Quez Watkins is that speedster. You know, he got that Tyreek Hill speed. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, he can get behind the cover fast. You know what I'm saying? Last week, he had a nice touchdown that he dropped. And I bet you he wish he had back. But, you know, everybody drops something, so you can't really harp too much on it. But his thing is all year long, we really haven't been targeting him that much. We've been doing a lot of Devontae Smith-designed um, plays. And I think over the like last week, they, they started the game off hitting him early, getting him in the rhythm early. And if, you know, he starts getting lighting up, man, um, that's another one you're going to have to watch out for is Quez Watkins. Um, like I said, Dallas Goddard just got his contract. He was having a good game till he got hurt last week. Um, to see him come back this week and, you know, go out there and, uh, do what he do. You know, he, he wants to be the best tight end in the league. You know, he just got paid top three tight ends in the league, you know, in the top three range there. And he wants to prove it. So this would be the first, you know, chance to, for him to go out there and prove that he can be an elite tight end. And we should see what happens with that, you know what I'm saying? But he's a great tight end. He got speed. He pan yeah, he run blocks really well. Um, he's a big physical guy that can block and catch. So, you know, we're gonna see what Dallas Goddard got out there. Um, so yeah. And then our offensive line in general, like your defensive line's good. You know, our offensive line's been playing good the last couple of games. Let's see uh which men are gonna control that line of scrimmage, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like Cam Jordan, you know, he's gonna have a nice test. Uh what's he play? In or is he a DT? Yeah. The end, they, yeah. He's gonna go they, and get, they move him around, though, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, Lane Johnson, you know what I'm saying? Lane Johnson's an all-pro right tackle, you know? If he's in the middle, Kels is an all-pro, you know, center. You know, uh, the rookie, uh, the best bet would probably be against a guy like Jack Stahl. Or not Jack Stahl, um, Jack Driscoll, you know, because he's a young guy that's trying to make his way. And I really think that he's been playing some good football the last couple of weeks, but I think Nate Herbert needs to be in that spot, you know, because he has more of a guard body. Jack Driscoll looks like a tackle because he's more slimmer, taller, you know what I'm saying? So him playing guard, um, I think it's kind of out of position, but he is our sixth best lineman, so they keep him out there, and he does a pretty good job. But um, I would have probably, if I was you guys, try to attack him because um, that would be the best way. Draw. Or you guys can try to go out to Landon, but Landon's a big man. He's big and physical. He's and the best offensive line in any very game. But Landon, would you say is Landon John Johnson? Uh, Landon Dickerson. Landon Dickerson. He's the best. Who's the no. highest paid, bro? No, the highest paid is Lane Johnson. Lane Johnson. I was the, I, I was figuring he was the best. Uh, he, yeah. was at, he's he was the best, best right tackle in the game. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, his thing is he's coming back. He he was out for a couple of weeks. You know what I'm saying? Um, with um, mental health, you know what I'm saying? So since he's been back, he's starting to get back into the groove of things. Um, he still he started off first couple of games kind of sluggish coming back, but he's been playing a lot better now. And like I said, when he's hot and ready and done doing his thing, Lane Johnson's the best right tackle in the game, I think. You know what I'm saying? He's been that way for a long time now. And until he retires, he's still fairly young, so he's still got some good years ahead of him. And as long as he's on that right side, you know, they say when our right side was together, you know, we won. Uh, when Lane Johnson's in that game, we won like 90% of our game. So, um, Lane Johnson's really good out there. And um, hopefully he can come out and play a great game against, you know, Cam Jordan. Because Cam Jordan ends a beast. I've watched a lot of him throughout the years. He can do his thing. 
But those are kind of type of games I think Lane lives for. He likes playing the great ones. So the more matches with him, I feel better. If you go, you know, you keep them lined up against Lane and let them battle it out all game, <laughs> I feel a lot better because that would be more of a neutralizing situation. He's going to get his plays, but Lane definitely going to have his plays. But once you start moving him around, you can move him around, get him on Driscoll some plays, get him on, you know, the rookie some plays. Just, you know, Landon Dickerson's good, but he's still a rookie. You know, there's things he hasn't seen, Lions, Suns, he hasn't blocked, you know, and whatnot like that. So uh, as long as you can get that defensive line going, you know, finding holes, you guys should be all right there. But like I said, if you let these guys, they're big. They're all huge, man. Like what, uh, Landon Dickerson's like 350 or something like that close up yeah. there. You know what I'm saying? My lot is up there. He's like 6'7", six, 6'8". Six, He's up there. Lane Johnson, you already know who he is. You know, these guys are big men. So if they start mauling you guys, start getting that run game started, it's probably going to be a rough game for you guys. Yeah, these guys are massive, massive uh, mm-hmm. offensive linemen. There he is right here, 6'8", 365. Yeah. Guy like that need to be in pro wrestling somewhere. Yeah, he was you know a rugby I mean? player. See? You know what I'm saying? You should see him running the ball with rugby. I've been trying to, you know, vote that we should get him in that goal line offense. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> line him up in the backfield. You know, doing yeah, if you watch his rugby highlights, you can watch it on YouTube, man. You watch his rugby. He was running people over, stiff-arming people and everything, dragging people and whatnot. And I can see why he's so athletic. But, you know, a lot of people say he's our starting left tackle. You know, we just paid him a fat contract. No one wants to see him get hurt running the ball. So, I guess yeah. my wishes probably won't come true this. Yeah, this probably year, not, but. bro. Usually when the money involved, they'd be less They'd be less to put him but in that. But think world. about it. Dr. Terry Poe, when he was good defensive tackle, they used mm-hmm. him. You know, the fridge, they used the him. He was the best at his position at the time. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, it's not like it can happen. But right. I can understand. A little imagination that gets it done. Yeah. Right. Help him I'll, out. Yeah, I don't know, bro. If he won't pull it. You know, he just got in that. And that chair, he don't want that smoke yet. Like that, he gotta let it warm up first. <laughs> it's, a tough, it's a tough act to follow, bro. Who he got rid of? Man, just coming off a Super Bowl uh, victory, what uh, uh, two years, two years ago, and he he gone the next a uh, couple years later. Boy, Ooh. I tell you, I know about Dougie P. Yeah, Dougie P. Dougie P. Got himself kicked out of the Eagles locker room. You know what I'm saying? Like he, I think for me, my outtake on Dougie P. was he coached himself out of the out of the Eagles head coaching spot. You know, after that Super Bowl, he got a big old head. You know, they got rid of Frank Wright. You know what I'm saying? And that was really the guy keeping them guys going that year. You know what I'm saying? He he wrote that book. He came back the next season, thought that, you know, his stuff don't smell. You know what I'm saying? And he just kept trying to do the same thing over and over again. And then he got away from running the ball, too. If you look at last year, Miles Sanders – Miles Sanders should already be known as one of the best running backs in the league, but everybody still has doubt about him because he hasn't got that many consistent carries in, you know, in the game. Even last year, we didn't use him enough. We didn't run the ball enough then. You know, we were throwing the ball with Carson Wentz 40 and 50 times a game. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just can't do it, you know? And if you keep saying the same record, if you notice ever since the Super Bowl, our record has been going down. We went to the playoffs three out of four years now. But if you look how we went to those playoffs, you know what I'm saying? Every year it was like the record went down down you know our office got a little bit worse a little bit worse a little bit worse so people get tape once you get tape of that you know what i'm saying it's not hard to defend a, a straight passing offense you know what i'm saying that's not hard you know <laughs> so um running the balls like we said running balls key you know our coach went out there this year uh this early in the year tried to do his pass and he realized really fast that you're gonna have a lot of l's if you keep throwing the ball you know yeah, that means- yeah, the college style stuff ain't gonna work in the pros, mm-hmm. man. They're too smart and they got guys smart enough to defend that kind of stuff. You're right. Yeah. That's a sprinkle in on the on the cupcake. It's not the entire summation of the cupcake. And you're right. And we have a guy like Taysom Hill who does do uh, packages similar 
to that. But Coach Payton at times struggled to find the proper times to institute that. But he's gotten better, in my opinion, of, of how to institute Taysom Hill uh, in the Saints offense. Now, of course, this year he's been banged up a lot. He had the concussion that knocked him out for several weeks. Mm-hmm. And Coach Payton's kind of taking his time with him, instituting him back in offense. But, but yeah, uh, when it comes down to that, you're absolutely right. It has to con- – it's a, like a little additive there. It's something mm-hmm. that you don't have. Have to make it a main part of it. Is Jameis out for the rest of the year? He tears? Done. 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 How, what's Done. your interpretations of Jameis? Do you like him? Do you Done. think he's the next Saints quarterback? Or you guys, do you think, think you guys need to go out there and get somebody else still? I think he's the guy. I think Coach Payton likes him a lot. Uh, he, the, the locker room loves Jameis Winston. Mm-hmm. I think uh, Jameis is, uh, has grown with a lot of people there. I think uh, the injury is a curse and a blessing insofar as the industry, the, in, the uh, injury would allow the Saints to keep him at a cost that mm-hmm. if he was healthy might have been a lot higher than what it actually is. So he can rehab with the black and gold, come back at a lesser price that's uh that'll be pr- well for the saints because we facing 20 something what 15 plus free agents coming up this upcoming year and a lot of those guys are pretty good players for us mm-hmm. so some kind of way we got to figure this thing out but i think uh james winston is a guy a lot of people and of course coach payton drafted ian book and coach payton loves yeah. ian book and he's pretty stubborn have you he's watched any Ian book yet? How you mm-hmm. got? What's your take on Ian? Because I watched I like him some Nord Bay Nord name games. Man, he was pretty good out there. He got that Drew Brees type. But I won't throw that on him too much and say he's Brees like. But a lot of his qualities, like mm-hmm. Coach Payton said, Taysom Hill is Steve Young. No, 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 no. Cut that out. <laughs> but I will say that Ian Book is he is he has a lot of Drew Brees like characteristics and qualities. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's a he's a, a six foot what one quarterback. He's a you know, a small quarterback like Drew. Uh, he's a, a a short quarterback like Drew, as they would consider him short, because the prototypical NFL quarterback would be a six three six four dude. So mm-hmm. by their estimations, but but he has that thing. He's a born leader. Uh, he's sound in a lot of stuff. And right now, watching him through the preseason and into the training camp, he got a lot of stuff he got to work with. But with, but Coach Payton's really high on this kid because he's real head. He has a high football <laughs> IQ. And a lot of leadership capabilities. So Ian Book, don't overlook, don't undersell Ian Book or overlook him either. Yeah, I definitely. I watched him during the draft process. I was hoping maybe later rounds we maybe even scoop him up too. I liked mm-hmm. him seeing what he did in college. Um, and then probably what about Michael Thomas? Do you think Michael Thomas is coming back next year for sure? Yeah, for sure next year, for sure. I don't think the Saints put Michael Thomas in the street, bro. I don't think Michael Thomas. And the Saints are headed for a divorce. I think Michael Thomas finally gets it. Uh, he finally gets healthy. Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit 
up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com slash play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com slash play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Next year, and I think, uh, you know, they were kind of handling it in a certain way because this is a very tough injury. So, mm-hmm. I mean, he, but shutting him down for the rest of the year is the right thing to do. And I, you know, and I had discussion with the family members about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the great same thing tank about him. They won't Mike to help during the season, but he'll do it. Do you, if he's not a hundred percent, I don't want him on. I don't want him on the field. Facts. Cause you're going to end up getting right back on. You know, it's just, it's just, it's just a problem. Don't put him out there too soon because you're going to end up getting hurt and you got to extend out his time frame and all this kind of stuff. So I, I agree with the saints. They shut him down. He'll come back a hundred percent. Next year, ready to play ball. We still got years on his contract. And when Mike Thomas is healthy, he's a weapon. Yeah. Can't deny that, bro. One of the best in the league. Can't deny him that. Yeah. I just thought maybe, you know, since Drew Brees retired, you know what I'm saying? He probably want to make sure that the Saints have, you know, an elite passing quarterback. You know, Mm -hmm. Um, Jameis is doing a lot better for sure. He loves Jameis too. He does he? Yeah, he loves Jameis, yeah. speaks very highly of him. He likes Jameis. The fact that he threw the deep ball out of the, the conceptions of Mike Thomas is not a deep uh, route runner. Well, you, you got to look at the situations around that. You know, we'll see what that happens. But, man, listen, he, he don't, Mike don't have the full, full speed. We know that. No. But what Mike does have is the fundamentals. And for a guy that doesn't have that DeAndre Hopkins speed or even some of the elite level wide receivers, his receptions are still there with them. Yeah. Hey, he's he's surpassing him. Yeah, he's one of the best ever. You know what I'm saying? Mike my, my Thomas, he's a beast. You know what I'm saying? On every level. So I'm happy he's not playing this game. Let's just say that. <laughs> well, bro, I mean, I, I I promise you, bro. Uh, you know, a lot of people wanted him, bro. It's, it's unfortunate he's not here. But, you know, Kamara and the rest of the guys not here. But listen, this is a game that it's going to be a tough game, man, going up there to Philly. Uh, and we had to handle business, man. And, uh, and something got to give. Something's got to give, and it's yeah. another really good one here. So, bird game, bro. Uh, listen, man, great wealth of Philadelphia uh, Eagles information. The brother is knows his Philly. Well, uh, talk to the family members, my friend. Tell them uh, where you can be seen and follow that, bro, on your platform. Yeah, man. Thank you. I'm Bird Game 31. You know, I'm a Eagles content creator, but I love just talking football in general. You know, every week I have different content creators from every team that the Eagles play. You know, I like chopping it up with different fans, different, you know, uh, groups out there, football fans and football team fans, whatnot. You know, I have a lot of different variety of different uh, subscribers on my channel, you know, that are loyal fans. And I wouldn't mind anybody else that want to join the nation, you know, and check me out, man. It's Bird Game 31. Um, I also have uh, BGN Sports Media, which is an NFL channel on YouTube. They have a lot of great content creators from the Eagles, Cowboys, you know, Niners, Panthers. We got a lot of, you know, different variety. We're building growing there, too. So, you know, check us out. I got like, a lot of great shows. We do call-in shows all the time. We, you know what I'm saying? I collab with everybody. 
So if you like just talking football and watching people that like to talk football, you know, subscribe to me and I'll be much appreciated. Much love, Bird Game, bro. The brother knows his stuff. He a straight shooter. He real deal. And you know that's how that's that's all we deal with in the great same thing. Tank is the real deal. Holy mm-hmm. deal, baby. So Bird mm-hmm. Game, once again, appreciate you, bro, uh, for dropping that knowledge, my friend. Uh, and uh, after the game, man, or would would you? Uh, if I probably I'll communicate with you. My you on the platform this time? Maybe I'll pop up on your platform. Yeah, uh, that's recap. Up. Would that work for you, bro? Yeah. Heck yeah. Okay. That hey, I love it, man. It was great. Thanks again for having me on your platform, man. You know, I love, like you said, a straight shooter. I love talking good football, man. You know, and I, you know, that's what I do this for. You know what I'm saying? They can meet new people, you know, grow with different people. You know, hopefully we all do this for a long time. It's something we love to do. And I hope to, you know, I see that you're doing a great job with your channel over here. Same and I watch some videos, man. You, you bring that heat, you bring that fire. You know what I'm saying? I've been trying to get there too. You know what I'm saying? I'm just trying to get there. I'm a rookie. So I got some things to do and to work on. But, uh, man, it's been fun. It's been a pleasure. And like, yeah, like you said, either you can come on my platform, you can come on one That's of my networks. Shows, whatever you want to do, we'll definitely uh chop it up after the show. Yeah, bro. We're gonna I'm gonna hit I'm gonna hit you up, bro, and uh we'll we'll discuss that coming on on your on the platform for the recap uh stream. Uh probably be like a Monday. Would that be fine, bro? Like a Monday or something like that? Probably not actually, that's actually if you are available Monday uh six Eastern time. Six Eastern. Six Eastern time. That'd, That'd be, be great. Up. We got a great show called Birds and Broad Street. You know what I'm saying? This group of guys, man. Like we love having guests on that show. And if okay. you're free around that time, we'd love to have you on that time. If not, yeah. anytime Monday, I'm off Monday anyway, so we can do any time. But if you want to come on that show specifically, man, that'd be a great show for you to come on. Oh, okay, good, bro. I'm gonna try to make that, bro. I'm gonna try to get on there with you, bro. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit you up in, a, in in DM, bro, and we'll work out the particulars. But, All right, hey, bro. Thank you, bro, for popping on. Much love to you, bro. Much and, love, guys. Appreciate you, bro. Peace. All right. That's Bird Game, man. Good brother, man. Wealth of good information. I appreciate the brother jumping in there, man, dropping some knowledge, man. The brother know his squad, man. Seriously, bro, talking some good information there. I hope you guys enjoyed the stream, man, on that. And like we saying, man, the Saints dealing with a lot right now, you know. And, of course, the Philly Nation, man, they know. The Philadelphia family members know that, man, listen, the Eagles got to have this one. They haven't won a game at the, it, in their stadium yet. The Saints trying to Saints need this victory, not to they, just to keep pace with the rest of the NFC South and the NFC in particular. Uh, also, it's just you know you don't want to get to five and five at this point and go through the midst of the season and fall to a three game losing streak and at five hundred. Boy, I tell you the who that nation family members will be royally and thoroughly pissed if that happens, man. Because uh, it's just family members, man. Just be boy, they be. And I and I was upset about some stuff, man. But you know, like I said, fam, we just gotta keep on moving forward in this thing. The black and gold need this one. Let's get into some news and notes, man, on this one, fam, before I uh end the stream. Uh just to drop a little something. Saints wave struggling kicker Brian Johnson and promote Brett Meyer uh to the active roster. So the kicking of woes continue. Woe is us at do that nation as we continue to deal with the fact that the Saints keep cycling. In a kickers, man, I tell you, man, they saw it's just one after the other. You know, who thought, man, at the end of when when Will Lutz went down that the black and gold would be dealing with this this roller coaster, this merry-go-round of kickers, man. Good grief, man. It's hard to find a good damn kick, I'll tell you what. But anyway, let's get into this article right here. As you see, this is presented by our friends at the Saints Wire. 
uh, Sigler here saying Saints wave struggling kicker Brian Johnson and promote Brett Meyer in his stead. As expected, the Saints have moved on from rookie kicker Brian Johnson and promoted Brett Meyer from the practice squad. Johnson nailed all eight of his field goal tries across four games, but the inconsistent you know, extra points where he went five of eight, he missed two last week in really suspect situations. I won't get into that, but he had one that was also blocked. So the guy made all of his field goals, his extra points got him canned. Johnson made all 131 point after tries at Virginia Tech career, but moving the attempt from the three yard line, a 21 yard attempt at college, to 15 yard, a 33 yard try in the NFL was a tough adjustment. He missed two of them. And the problem with that is that you lost by two points last week to the Titans. If those extra points, not field goals, would have been made, then the black and gold would have tied the game and went into overtime at the very least. In a corresponding move, the Saints signed Meyer from the practice squad, and he will be kicking in Sunday's game with the Eagles, which also happens to be his 32nd birthday. Meyer connected on 49 of 66 field goals over two years with the Cowboys while making 68 of 69 point after tries. Now, Meyer initially signed with the Saints as the first choice to replace injured pro bowler Will Lutz, but the veteran injured himself warming up for preseason game. I remember that and landed on the IR after the Saints cycled through a series of options ranging from Johnson to Cody Parkey and Eldrick Rosas. So hopefully Meyer can be steady enough to finish out the season. I mean, my goodness, man, I didn't foresee this. And I don't know if the who that nation foreseen that we would be having some type of issues with the kickers like this. This is ridiculous. But that just shows you the, having good, having how hard it is to find really good kickers, man, to be honest with you. Also, let's move on to the next article right here from the same uh, uh, publication here. Saints dead cap, 58 players. Uh, you know, 58 players account for over almost $43 million. And this is a little news story just to drop on the family members about the economics of the situation also provided by Sigler. A tough field competition, a tough field competition roster when over 23 percent of your salary cap commitments are going to players not on the roster. But the New Orleans Saints have done it anyway. They're right in the thick of the NFC playoff picture with a five and four record coming off two extremely tight losses. And there isn't a team in the NFL eager to suit up against them. But who is all the money going to and why? Let's look at the dead money. Family members asked about this, and that's the reason why I'm kind of bringing this up, because they were and the family members kept asking me about it, uh, about this, about the dead money situation. How was the dead money looking? It just looks spanning ahead. So I said, you know, just to span out and have some vision of what things look like just outside of football on the field, because it's all it all means something, doesn't it? Because we looking at the future of the squad, the black and gold have this to be considered about. And just add this into uh, your knowledge base uh, of the great same think tank. All right, dead money is the salary cap dollars left over from a previous contract whenever a player signs a deal with a signing bonus or a partially guaranteed salary and ultimately gets released, traded, or chooses to retire. Some of those contract guarantees are left behind. These aren't new checks the Saints have to sign and cut each week. These bills have already been paid, but for accounting purposes, they're left on the books until the contract, as written, has expired. But some players currently under contract are technically still counting towards the dead money total because they were released and returned on a new deal. Fullback Alex Armand Jr. is a good example. His initial contract signed early in the offseason carried 234 grand in, in partially guaranteed salary and 137.5 in his signing bonus when the team cut him in August. But he returned to the practice squad a few days later and was then signed to the 53-man roster. So the Saints ended up paying him twice, even if the total amount is negligible. 
this is the closest the Saints have been to what we call salary cap hell in some time, but it's only temporary. They've already on the hook for more than $12.4 million in 2022. Almost all that is tied up in the final hit for Drew Brees' $11.5 million with another 850 Gs accounting for Latavius Murray terminated agreement. A handful of rookie contracts that have small signing bonus make up the rest. That number will change in offseason once the team begins to make up make cap cuts and and uh, potentially offload veteran contracts. Like he says, trade Mike Thomas, for example, would leave at least eight point nine million on the books. Now, we're not going to go there, but that's just an example. But we shouldn't see anything quite this district uh, distract again for some time. So, like we said, if he was asking how much money we still owe Drew, there you go. Your question. I think Brian asked me that. So the question is, like, well, how much money we still owe him? Well, you know, you you're already on the hook for twelve point four in twenty twenty two. So yeah, you go making up that amount that you was asking about of Drew Brees' uh, money. So there you go. Also, for four other NFL teams currently having more resources tied up in dead money than the Saints right now, the seventy three Rams who are banking out on it, they going all out for Super Bowl forty five point five mil. The Carolina Panthers, who are also desperate and banking out for something, they they swinging for offenses. Both of these teams are push pushing all their chips to the to the table. And Carolina has definitely playing with an air of desperation this year. Fifty point five this week's opponent, the Eagles, who have sixty two million in the 08 and one Detroit Lions. My goodness, sixty three point one million is a full list of fifty eight contracts currently accounting for over forty two million against the Saints salary cap. Of course, you see Drew's 11.1 is number one on the list. The Jackrabbit at 7.2 is still counting up. My way have kept him. Emmanuel Sanders at 4.1. as well. he could have used his help about right now. Sheldon Rank is at 4 million. Jared Cook at 2 million. And we can get rid of that, you know, whatever. Thomas at 2 million as well. Malcolm Brown, 1.5. Patrick Robinson, 1.2, who retired. Brian Poole, 1.1. Saints released him. Nick Easton. Never, you know, they didn't sign him back a million dollars. And of course, Latavius Murray, just uh, 900 G's right there. True fine, 850. Josh Hill, 750. Montrevious Adams, who's currently on the team. He's 495. Christian Ringo, who they cut and released and cut and released. 459. Will Clapp is there, 455. Hanson, 391. Armand, 371. Hogan, 358, who retired. Huggins is still on the team, 292. But see, most of these guys, they cut them. They signed them back and cut them and signed them back. Look at this dude, Kevin White. He's on there for 240. Now, how you owe any money on this dude? This dude should be pay- he should be paying us to play here. This dude should be paying us to play here. But you got he he's counting 249 grand against the books. That dude need to be paying us to be here, man. <laughs> he supposed to be paying us. How you owe how we owe him 249? Good grief. How the hell? You know what what what's going on with that? You know what I'm saying, fam. How 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 we owe him anything? He should be we he should be paying us two hundred forty nine thousand just to watch him play. You pay you need to pay pay us to watch his sorry ass play. All right. <laughs> anyway, let's get into the final story here, fam. Uh, Jeff Duncan. I wanted to cover this one, man, uh, for the family members by Jeff Duncan. He says, no excuses. The Saints defense needs to start dominating again. So let's cover this by the old vet, uh, Jeff Duncan, uh, from the Times-Picayune. 
Uh, let's see what he got to say. Philadelphia, New Orleans Saints flew here this weekend as a team in the dire straits. They've lost back-to-back games for only the fourth time in the past five years, and their roster is riddled with injuries. A loss to the Eagles on Sunday would not only mark the Saints' three-game losing streak since the 2016 season, but it would also effectively place their season on life support. With challenging back-to-back games against Buffalo and Dallas on deck, the season has reached a pivot point in Week 11. The Saints will either rally around the adversity, overcome the long odds, and make another spirited playoff run, or they will sink into the dreaded sea of irrelevance and also ran status. Also ran status. And the one only, he says, the only way I see another playoff run happening for this team is the defense dominates the rest of the way it's up to them. Well, it's not just that, Jeff. You got to make sure offense carries his weight, too. Now, listen. The defense probably right now is the top unit strictly simply because they're not impacted by as much uh, injuries as anybody else. Now, of course, they have some, but, it, you, you know, we know that it don't take Steve, Stevie Wonder or Ray Charles or Clarence Carter to see that the Saints is dealing with some problems, offensively speaking, on the injury side of things. So, yeah, most people got to carry their weight. But just because injury is there, that's not an excuse for them. They're going to have to step their game up and, and keep playing. That's a lot of really good players still on offense, you know, that have to come up and step up. We're going to see Landon uh, Johnson get an opportunity to step in there, see what he can do. Landon to see what he can do. Uh, and there's other players that's going to have to step up to this thing and, and earn that paycheck. Bottom line, that's what it's about, right? All right, let's finish it up. Snapping the losing streak, beating the Eagles at the link on Sunday, getting back to the playoffs. It's all on the defense's shoulder. The Saints are going to need the defense to carry them to where they want to go. It's the only way. At this point, it's too much to ask. It's, it's too much to ask the offense to do it at this point, really. I disagree with that, Mr. Duncan. I dis, I disagree with that. It's not too much to ask the offense to carry their weight. Now, the defense will have to be opportunistic, but I expect the defense to do that whether we're injured or not. Uh, the defense, I want the defense to sack the quarterback. I want the defense to get interceptions and fumbles and turnovers. And I expect the Saints defense run stuffing defense to stop the run and put pressure on the quarterback. Pressure, smart pressure, I call it, which is containment and pressure. Contain the quarterback and smother him where there's no escape lanes. Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com slash play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com slash play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. 
Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.